When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the hump day edition of the Donna and Steve experience. This is my talk 1071. We're so happy to have you on the crazy train with us. Thanks for being on board. Yeah, All, All right. We're halfway there, baby. What's that mean? We're almost to Friday. Oh, it's Wednesday. Yeah, Steve. I forgot. I just said it's the hump day edition of the show, yeah. which usually stands for Wednesday. Wednesday, you're yeah. right. Wow. Right. I guess I'm a slow-booting computer. Hey, you know, I had something funny, um, not funny, angry that happened on my, uh, this morning when I, when I, speaking of slow-booting computers, Uh-oh. I go, I sit in front of my computer. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. does this like facial recognition scan. That's how it logs you in. Okay. Okay. And so I sit there and it's like, hello, Steve Patterson. And then it says, we are preparing windows. And I was like, what are we preparing? Why are you preparing it? It's huh. already been prepared. This is just the computer. Just open yeah. up and let me compute. What's going on? And then it uh, it did that. So then I go out. I make some espresso. I come back in. Preparing windows. Still. Just sitting there. Spinning wheel of death. Donna <laughs> Valentine. I have to start my workday by powering off the computer entirely. Rebooting the computer entirely. And then, hear me now. Okay. I get on there. It says, do you want to sync your data? And I said, yeah, uh, yes, I go to sign in, forget my Gmail password. Oh, yeah. Because I'm automatically signed in everywhere. Yep, yep, yep. So then I just hit, no, forget about it, cancel. But then guess what? It saves none of your previous browsing history because I turned my computer off, I guess. So now even things like getting into our grid... I'm locked out on the outside. Like, where is the email that originally invited me? You're taking me? it really well. You're taking it really well. Do you mean that? Yeah. How would you have taken this? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not well. You know how I am. She would have taken a personal day. I was freaking out. Um, did everything okay, by the way? It, I got it. It was just okay. an annoying... I was one. freaking out. Remember I told you somebody gave me a gift card, but it's a digital diff- gift card? Yeah. And I was like... I don't understand. This is the email she sent it to and blah, blah, blah. And I had a light bulb go off over my head yesterday. And I went, what if they mean put in her email address, not my email address? Because I kept putting in my email address. And I did. And it worked, baby. Oh, Donna. Just sometimes it takes a little like you just need to step away for a minute. I even tried helping with that briefly the other day. Yeah. Just like, Thank I don't you. know, put your email in again. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's right? kind of weird. Because they send the they send the, the gift card to her, then she forwards it to me with instructions on how to retrieve it. 
but it wasn't clear on the email portion. Huh. Thank you. Did you make your purchase? Have you gone I've to Macy's got, yet? I've got some stuff in my online bag. I bet one of your purchases is going to be like wide-legged pants, kind of <laughs> like dress pants. Am I right? Well, I did look at some. Okay. But I'm Ooh, getting... Did you look at some shoes? I did. Yeah. I was looking for sale. I was like, I should just buy... I should just spend the money on one thing. But I want perfume. There's perfume that I don't treat myself to. That's, That's not in a magazine. Right. Exactly yeah. right. She has long been a magazine page ripper out. I do this. And then she rubs <laughs> on you. My and wrist. it's not a joke. She doesn't do it like, hey, somebody record me. I'm going to put this on Instagram. This is her life. <laughs> I actually have a little uh, Ziploc bag of all the samples. And when I run out of perfume, I'm like, well, I'm going to use this. And it works great. Uh, What's your problem? My problem is you're you're too rich to be that cheap. I appreciate frugality, Donna, but you're you got you've been in the business too long to have a Ziploc bag <laughs> of pages ripped out from magazines. I'm on the casino tour. I understand, but for a while you I'm were doing making, the arena thing. Yeah, the arena thing is long over. And guess what? I still got the arena bills I'm on no- the casino tour. Okay. <laughs> I want to meet with your financial lady and say, is she in a position where it is in her best interest <laughs> to not purchase a bottle of perfume, but instead to have a Ziploc bag of rip-out inserts from magazines? I can I see where opinion. on paper it sounds really sad. I think you're one of those. <laughs> I think a lot of us have this, where we, we live in a mindset. Mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily reflective of our reality. And it that can be true in a lot of different ways. But financially, it can be true. Sometimes it could be the reverse, right? We're living, you got a champagne taste on a beer budget. But other times, it could be the other way around. My hmm. brother recently, my brother is a saver, 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 saver. And he recently had a an eye-opening moment a couple years ago where he was like, I need to make a plan for what to do with this money because if yeah. you just save it just to save it so that it just feels secure, well, we have all this money saved, but you don't have a, a plan for what's it going to do? Is it, are you just keeping it for somebody after you die? Do you want it to improve your life? Do you want it to improve somebody else's life right now? I just think you're past They're the really magazine insert thing. Okay. I want to okay. attend your next financial meeting with yeah. your lady. Yeah. Uh, Donna, you have evolved into the walk into Sephora and get the free samples. <laughs> Fades of your life. Just go in and look like you're. Mm, I am. A, I am in the market for a luxury perfume. May I have a few samples? I need right. to. I need to go home and decide. Yes. Then you bring up that whole story. Oh, I'm so indecisive. Are you like this too? Okay. All right. Well, I will be back tomorrow. Uh, uh-huh. You never shop in that store yep. again, and you never even go in the mall again for fear of seeing that person at the Indian's pretzel stand. Yeah. You guys are kind of right. I just don't think that you need to be getting your meals at Costco sample lines. <laughs> You're doing better than that. It's either that or the soup kitchen. Uh, uh, we'll I'm call kidding. to find out what the soup is today. At <laughs> yes, we will. That's our soup way. kitchen. Um, today at 1130, we play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's a game that we love. I do like that one. Donna and I were pitted against one another, and we hear celebrity voices out of context. We've been given a generic clue, and then we have to bid against one another, name that tune style. Who can identify the voice? In the fewest amount of seconds. So that's fun at 1130 College Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. Real quick, your buddy Ed Sheeran, who is coming uh, for two nights here in the Twin Cities. Friday night, he does that state theater show. I know. Those tickets are expensive. Yeah.
Uh, but you can get like a $29 ticket if you want to see him at U.S. Bank up in the nosebleed. I like that. But it, he uh, he's talking, <laughs> you know, he's doing interviews everywhere. The HuffPost had a thing where he has the same concerns that I do about AI. Here is what Ed Sheeran eloquently states that we all ought to, this should resonate with all of us. Okay. He says, what I don't understand about artificial intelligence is for the last 60 years, Hollywood movies have been telling you, don't do it. And now everyone's doing it. Have you not seen the movies where they kill us all? He brings up a good point. Yeah. I just don't know why you need it, he says. If you're taking a job away from a human being, I think that's probably a bad thing. The whole point of society is like we all do jobs. So if everything is done by robots, everyone's going to be out of work. I just find AI a bit weird. Yeah, it's going to be like the end of the, you know. The anarchy. The the, the, the apocalypse. Yeah. I would love to know. I just wish I could hit a fast forward button. Show me Earth in a hundred years. Show me civilization in a hundred yeah. years. What kind of shows are on television? What kind of music is out? And what does the general society, Western society as we know, what does it look like? It's going to look, look like, I think, the Hunger Games. You know, there's a new Hunger Games movie coming out this fall. You don't say. The songs of the ballads of the songs or Bird. songs of birds or whatever. Something. Ballad of the Songbird? It's a prequel, okay. and it's coming out. Yes, I, believe, in the I fall. did see this. This looks good. Yeah, I would watch this because um, what's his name is real young, um, Snow. What's the Snow guy? Oh yeah, President Snow. Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I will watch this. All right, thanks, Steve. Okay, should we go? Yeah, let's take a break. Last night I did it again. I um, my on again off again relationship with HBO Max. We're back on, everybody. I'll tell you, the show that made me purchase a subscription, and oh. then I want to know, what else am I supposed to be watching on HBO Max while I have it? Because my plan is to have it only for a month, maybe five weeks, and that's it. Okay. What do I need to add to my HBO Max list? That, when we return, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna, and I had my first session at Profile Plan yesterday with my new coach, Rachel. It was a really cool visit. I am officially starting my weight loss journey today. This is a program unlike any other weight loss program out there with professional one-on-one coaching, delicious foods developed by doctors, and based on the latest nutrition science to help you succeed. I got to use this cool state-of-the-art technology where my whole body was scanned, so I can see how much it changes from day one to week six when I'm expecting to lose a few inches. And the custom nutrition plans they come up with at Profile Plan, they are tailored to various stages in the weight loss journey from the initial phase where I am. That is called Reduce and it gets you off to a fast start. Then you move into stage two or the adapt stage where your body really begins to change. And finally sustain where you apply the healthy habits you learned to keep the weight off for good. Sounds like a great plan. It's Profile Plan. Set up a free consultation at ProfilePlan.com slash Twin Cities. Good morning. Welcome back and thanks for joining us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 where talk is fun Woo. Uh, don't forget you can always email our show we are a show of the people for the people by the people and it's Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com love it you respond to a lot of them I respond to none of them few of them which makes my responses special if you're you- just like that artificial intelligence bot that you talk to on <laughs> capitalone.com Always there. Hi, what? You had a question? I'm sorry, you didn't like what I said? If you want Steve to reply to your email, insult him. (laughs) No, there are plenty of insults I don't respond to. Oh, that's good. 
Um, okay. Speaking of emails, I just got an email from Casey who said, oh, Schneikies, here are some HBO shows that you should watch. I just re-upped my HBO Max subscription last night. Casey said, watch Rise of the Lakers. Rise Up Lights. Rise Up Lights. Six Feet Under. Yeah, you know, I I, that's not for you. No, you're not going to watch that. Uh, oh. Succession. I watched one or yeah, two episodes. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if it's necessary. Right, thank you, Casey, though, for the sub- suggestions. Last night, I re-upped it because every year this time, I watch Hard Knocks, which is the football documentary behind the scenes following a team at training camp. More recently, Netflix made a splash with Quarterback, their yeah. sports documentary. Really good. And um, this one, this has predated that. This has been going on for, oh, I don't know, 15 years, maybe even more. And it's really well done. And then you get this inside access to what's going on at a training camp. What are the storylines for that team? You also then start to learn about these individual players. And when it's cut day, this guy who you've been following along who's there, and he's like, hey, I got my wife. We just had a baby, blah, blah, blah. And then one day he goes to the facility, and once he walks in, somebody says, hey, the owner would like to talk with you. Oh, no. And then you know. He gets cut. He gets cut, and you get to watch that. Donna, you're watching it happen. I can't. You can you watch How did people that get feel? stuffed into trunks on Dateline. <laughs> Don't tell me you can't watch someone lose a job. You watch them lose their life all the time. You sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Whatever. It's kind of a, it, it, it's, it's awkward to watch those moments. But then you see how some of these young men respond in that moment of adversity. And it's, it's, you see them with character respond to it it could be very impressive other times you see them just really emotionally upset which is certainly understandable this year they are following the new york jets why would anybody care well aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. left the green bay packers and now he is a jet he's a jet it's his first year way. when you're a jet you're a jet all the way that's what happens and he, and he's a jet and it was it was kind of fun last night to watch the lighter side of Aaron Rodgers just having fun playing football a little bit of a second win things had soured in Green Bay over the last few years now he goes there he's mentoring younger quarterbacks younger players all the other players are watching him like oh my gosh this guy is special watch like just the, okay, his peers I- are around him commenting on that and he seems to I I thought he might shun the hard knocks cameras and Episode one, he did just the opposite. He fully embraced it and was playful and lighthearted about it. In fact, there's a narrator. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For this series, great voice. Great voice. Turns out it's Liev, Liev Schreiber. Oh, really? Yeah. See, now that would be good for today's Whose Voice Is It Anyway. There's a lot of uh, voiceover actors who are movie stars, you know? Here's what's crazy about it. 
Aaron Rodgers said at one point, somebody said, are you looking forward to Hard Knocks? And they, they include this in the first episode. He said, yeah, I'd like to meet the, uh, the the voice of God, you know, the narrator. I love that that voice. It's so iconic. It's That's who I'd like to meet. A few days into training camp, Chopper comes in. Tup, 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 and they're like, who is it? Who is it? And it's the voice of God. Outsteps leaves Schreiber. And you realize two things. First of all, he, as the narrator said, I asked if I could just arrive by car, but the producers thought it would be more dramatic if this happened. Sure, sure. He goes over. <laughs> Aaron starts talking to him. Some other players say hello, whatever. He's having fun. But as he's on the sideline talking, he does not sound like the narrator version of himself. Oh, really? So it was almost, if you told me it was a prank, I would believe it was a prank. It's There's something, there's like a little New York in his voice. There's a little like Jersey, just something a little less polished huh. in his normal speaking voice. And he, he taps into something else when he does the narration. But anyway, he came and met him. So We call that puking in the business. But his is Putting interesting. Putting on a voice. Yeah. But it, his isn't like, hey, give it up on the eights. We're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to Bon Jovi. His is more. <laughs> That's sub- unfortunate. Subdued. <laughs> I wish it was more like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's soothing. Very. Okay. Happy likey. All right. I might check it out. What's it called? Hard knocks. All right, thanks. You're not gonna check this out. I might. I like the last one I watched. I might even watch Full Swing. You don't know me, Donna. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that's a bold statement. Watching the golf show on Netflix. I might. It he was would. well done. And that's I what hear I that, hear. I hear that Formula One thing is really well done too. Whether or not you've ever watched Formula One, apparently that's a great sports series. Put they together do a nice by job. They really do. I, uh, you know, I'm looking at some suggestions for you, HBO Max mm-hmm. or Max. Y- you got to watch Smartless. That's the oh, only yeah. thing that's jumping out to that's me. That's what you. I got to watch. Yeah, it's really good because there's other shows. So I watch Smartless on the road. Um, I love a show called Somebody Somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, isn't it mm-hmm. so sweet? I love that show. Um, but for you, I would say Stanley Tucci searching for Italy. Oh, oh, so good. Is it? Yes. And I love the Tucci. Oh, you will just fall in love with Italy. You know, don't oh. watch uh, when you're hungry because then you're just going to be eating pieces right and left and okay. pasta and things. Okay. But, oh, it's a, it's such a well done docuseries. Oh, okay, so you cool. got that. Okay. Chernobyl, you still have you watched that? Uh, first. Wow, was that good? Yeah. That was really good. All right, that's not up here. You're more like the Barbie Dreamhouse Challenge. Donna. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Uh, You just made me sound like a simpleton. What? No. No. I was talking about someone else. There's there's some stuff. They trickle, you know. They 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 it's kind of a slow roll when there's like some really good shows, some buzzy shows. That smartless one is a great recommendation. Because the little bits, clips I've seen online, I'm, I just it's so good. Love the chemistry of those three together. You will love it. Sean Hayes, uh, Jason Bateman. That's your assignment. Otherwise, it's Barry. I hear Barry's good. It's pretty good. Barry. Barry. Uh, When we come back, the celebrity who has to sell his house due to the writer strike, the SAG strike. We'll tell you about it next. Well, hi, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union, where a truly free checking account is not a thing of the past. Not at Spire. You can enjoy no monthly maintenance fees, 
free bill pay, e-statements, and of course, Aspire debit card. Plus, you can even manage your finances on the go if that's your jam. And don't forget Aspire's signature Visa credit card. Yes, it earns you rewards, which is awesome, but it also gives back a quarter percent to the community with each purchase. Aspire has raised so much money for the community in that way over the years. They've got 22 locations all over the place. Minneapolis, Blaine, Eden Prairie, Golden Valley, Woodbury. They have been in the people helping people business since 1934. You're going to love their staff. They're friendly. They're experienced. They'll take good care of you. They'll make it easy. Spire has been named Minnesota's best credit union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. Visit myspire.com to learn how easy it is to open a free checking account. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Hi. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for Hour One every day as well. Hi. Writer's Strike is continuing. They're. They didn't really accomplish anything with the last meeting about the meeting, right? No, but they met. But they met. I'm choosing to be optimistic about it. They met. Okay. They got together. I saw this headline last night. Billy Porter reveals he has to sell his house due to Hollywood strikes. And he lives paycheck to paycheck. He said... um, the, he went on to explain that the major financial decision is due to the to the strike of you know the Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild, which began on May second and July fourth, fourteenth, uh, excuse me, respectively. And he says, uh, "I don't know when we're going to go back, but the life of an artist until you make it, which he hasn't made it yet, he says, is still check to check." Yeah, he's saying unless you have that bleep you money. If you're one of the top, yeah, the top earners who just like Tom Hanks is not nervous right now, right? You know, there, right. there's a group of them that are they don't care, right? Not that they don't care, but financially they'll be fine. Hmm. He went on. He called out Bob Iger. Bob Iger has yeah, not been did. winning a lot of friends in the world of uh, actors and writers during this strike. He said so. The contract has to evolve and change. Period. He's talking about streaming services becoming this great source of income, all these subscription fees for all these big companies and their executives. He says, so the con- uh, the contract has to evolve and change, period. To hear Bob Iger say that our demands for a living wage are unrealistic mm-hmm. while he makes, wait for it, mm-hmm. $78,000 a day. It's <laughs> a great point. It's a good salary, too. He, and then he went on to say, I don't have any words for it, but bleep you, he said, Billy Porter. Wow. You wonder, um, will that have any ramifications or like with, with, if Billy Porter says that publicly, bleep you, Bob Iger, the head of Disney, ABC, ESPN, all of it, does it keep him off of ABC, for instance, is oh, the, yeah. the broadcast home of the Oscars? Could Iger say... All right, fine. Strike's over. Welcome back to work, everybody. He's not on the network. I'm sure everybody's saying the same thing. Many not publicly. Right. And many not with the words bleep you. Right. Though you may feel impassioned in the moment. People really take offense to the bleep you. It's a pretty harsh one. You know, I didn't realize that. Oh, I'd call your bluff. No, I mean, I do now. If I said it to but you. But early on, like, in... Growing up, people would just be like, hmm, 
Yeah, they would just throw it around, which I'm not saying is right. But I didn't realize how just how offensive it was. If my sister says that to me almost every other Thanksgiving. And then it's like, all right, come on, let's eat. <laughs> you know, and I have a friend. Yeah. And I have a friend who was like, if my sister ever said that to me, I I would probably never talk to her again. I'm like, what? It's interesting <laughs> uh-huh. the different ways that people communicate. It really is. So you still get FUs in your circles. Yeah. But but not Is it in the middle of a heated exchange or are you like Oppenheimer was better than Barbie. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, bleep you, Donna. There's a little of that, but there's also heated arguments. Yeah, I guess it depends on how common the F-bomb is. Because the F-bomb packs its power in its scarcity. Sure. Not when it is... Maybe that's the difference. ...prolifically used. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're in a family where you rarely would ever hear that word, and then somebody uses it in a bleep you manner... right. Shocking. Right. If the F-bomb is out there all the time, it it takes some of the power out of the punch. Exactly. Of there are more you. hurtful words than that. But, but let it, me, so you wouldn't be offended by your sister saying that necessarily. I'm sure it would ruffle your feathers in the moment, but then you guys could sit down and eat later, whatever. Yeah. We wouldn't even discuss it. We'd be like, but if you're on, an idiot. You're if, an idiot. If on the way out today... <laughs> I looked at you, and in a similar state of emotion that your sister says it to you, if I said, you know what, Donna, bleep you, that would not go over as well because we don't talk to each other like that. Correct. But you and your sister don't yeah. have manners. Okay. Yeah. I just, I'm th- <laughs> this, just from what you said about Bob Iger can, what do you call that, blacklist him? Yeah. You know, I'm like, just for saying that, people are saying that about you on the picket lines, I guarantee it. But I wouldn't put it past billionaires for being sensitive, especially when they have power and they could make a choice that, you know. Sure. It's. it's yeah. Like just, if, it, if it were a king, it'd be like off with his head. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, it could just be like, oh, Billy Porter's not on the red carpet this year for the Oscars pre-show. Right. Huh. And Bob Iger could be sitting back sipping his Merlot. Sure. On a yacht. I don't know. Listen, I do think a good lesson for Bob Iger, who. I don't have any ill will toward when he came back as the chairman of Disney the second time around, replacing Bob Chapek. I felt good about that. I was like, let's see what he can do because Disney was feeling like it was a little rudderless. So let's see what happens. That being said, and I would say this to any of my rich friends, any of my billionaire friends, I would happily tell them this. (laughs) Don't talk about other people as having unrealistic wage expectations. If you are a billionaire just because you're already making an unrealistic wage just because of the fortune of how your position has been valued. And that's what we all get, right? Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. get valued. That's you get paid based on what you're valued and the it's, you don't get paid based on how hard you work because in, if that was the case, people who are digging ditches would be making more than a bunch of other fields. Right. But right. it's, you know, there's a whole, that's such a nuanced sort of conversation about what positions pay what amount of money. So to the billionaire CEOs in general, I would just stop short of saying that people's wage expectations are unrealistic unless you couch it by saying, and by the way, I totally hit the lottery here. I mean, I work hard, but 
$35 million a year. You could, there are people who work just as hard as I do, uh, and they get paid $35,000 a year. Right. Are you, you getting know? $35 million? That's great. Is that I, what you just said? I just said double whatever Donna gets, and they <laughs> turned out to $35 million. What a journey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. It's just, I feel so bad. I do feel bad when you people can't pay their rent, and then you have to fill out forms to apply for, you know... That, the fund. The fund, the sag yeah. after fund, the kind of like a rescue me fund. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Hey, remember though, we heard from uh what Warner Brothers Discovery last week that their their written plan for the rest of the year as they map out their strategy is that the strike would be ending in early September. So I'm looking at the old calendar here. That's about a month from now. Hmm. Holly, what do you think? Oh, this is going to last for a long, long time. I don't think I don't think they're going to back down. I don't think the strikers are going to back down. No, because there are some very critical and key developments in the way that Hollywood operates that the strikers are holding the line for. I mean, this is a very, very important, pivotal turning point in how Hollywood does business. Yeah. And folks are not backing down. They're not backing down yet. But to play devil's advocate, and, and if that's true, if one of the executives, if a source says there's an executive who said, we're going to wait until people are losing their homes, as callous and black-hearted as that sounds, there is leverage in that. Because well, they, won't be, they won't be hard-pressed. Warner Brothers Discovery said that they just made $100 million in revenue in the last quarter. They, they are going to get desperate less Quickly, then the actors will get desperate. Yeah, well, allegedly, folks have already been saying that behind the scenes. That, you know, Deadline.com ran with some gossip that executives behind the scenes are like, we're going to wait until it really hurts them. And then folks are going to have to make a decision. I mean, the, the, oh, there's that, there's just so much here. Oh, Even so then, much. it tells there's you so who much. you're working for. You know, somebody well, yeah, who would be but, willing to do that. Well, yeah, but Warner Brothers beings. Discovery. Okay, so let's like lay it out that these companies are now, mm, we run Hollywood through a small number of publicly traded companies that solely exist for their uh, shareholders' profit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we're running with right now. And so Warner Brothers Discovery is like, yeah, that's why we exist. But then on the other hand, it's like, you know, well, I, oh, we could get into You know what? Yeah, let me give you, let me give you kind of like a parallel. Deep waters. Yeah, of this. I a, don't got my Hello Kitty floaties on today. <laughs> it's, <laughs> this is sort of a different scenario, but in the world of the NFL right now, running backs are not getting paid they're getting paid less than any other position player in the NFL on average right now but I know this feels like okay where are we going with this they touch the ball more than anybody else on the team outside of the quarterback who is the highest paid player so they are having this thing of like wait a minute the right thing to do the right thing from a who's who's contributing to the team would be to pay take care of them take care of them well but they have realized that after their first four years, um, they can get another rookie on a rookie contract, which is much less, rather than paying that person what they ought to be owed after four or five really productive seasons. They can just keep them younger and then get those guys out of the league sooner, even though they get hit every time they touch the ball, they are tackled, they end up on the ground. 
but they this don't want to do anything different for every business for everything because yeah. they don't they're not going to change it because they already have a collective bargaining agreement in place which says here's how much you can make on your rookie deal and here's your next opportunity for a raise and so we're not going to give you the raise the next time around because we can just get a younger person but they're saying wait I can still play I'm still still young case in point Dalvin Cook Minnesota Vikings running back he got cut by the team. You expect he's Dalvin Cook. He's an NFL superstar. He's a pro bowler. He's going to find a place. I'll tell you the team that he's playing for right now. No one. Mm. And he's been seen on the sidelines at some different camps. People might be sniffing him out. But his days of mega profitability, even though the team that he goes to, mm-hmm. he could arguably contribute just as much as anybody besides the quarterback. That individual position on a grand macroeconomic level is not valued like the other positions are. And so it's just one of these things where sometimes, depending on the field that you're in, certain people have leverage, certain people have value, certain people don't. And it is it is nuanced, to say the least, and fair is probably not the word that would come to mind. Mm, a great nonprofit organization called the National Football, Football League. League. They are, yeah. And there again, all they're trying to do you is make money for their owners. <laughs> yeah, so they don't have shareholders. They just have billionaire owners who are like, keep making us money. Right, right. I got to go. All right. Will you come back, though? When? Uh, like in three minutes or so. Oh, yeah, I could be back. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, because if you see something, you should say something. Um, something interesting that's happening to the family of Olivia Newton-John. Apparently, she's showing up. She's showing up. Don't say anymore. Okay. What she's showing up as. Okay. And then wait until you hear what is coming to that game Fortnite that you've probably heard of or maybe played. Yeah. I'm like, say what now? It feels like this mm, could backfire, but I'll tell you what their hope is. When we mm. come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, buddies. It is Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. Uh, They are helping people save money today, each and every day. They do it because they do insurance differently. I'm talking about your automobile insurance. Yeah, I called it an automobile. I'm talking about your homeowner's insurance. How much do you pay for each of those each month? Do you know? Or did you just sort of sign up a while ago, set it and forget it? Don't do that. They can help you save money. It's really simple. They have a team of some 40 professionals working on your behalf. Who do they work with? 16 different insurance companies. So they're not just dealing with some Jake from someplace. They're dealing with a whole bunch of different places so that they can get you a whole bunch of different options. And that's the formula for saving. You need people fighting it out for your individual business based on your individual situation. Down to things like where you live. You know, your zip code matters too when it comes to your insurance premiums. The Canopy Group can help you. New customers save an average of $817 when they make the switch. Check them out today. TheCanopyGroup.com Hey everybody, welcome back. Oh, hey man. What's going on? I was just finishing up a little mini Twix bar. Really? Some emails. Somebody said, hey, Hard Knocks boring. Aaron Rodgers seems oh. forced and fake in his conversations and it should have been Joe Namath getting off of that helicopter, not oh, Lee Schreiber. Really? In a fur coat? Yeah. Joe Namath? Well, he's a former Jets quarterback. I know, but he's not the narrator. I know. That makes no sense. No, they just meant you could have skipped the whole bringing the narrator in and you just should have had oh, Joe I Namath. Oh, Yes. Will you be this... No, I was just wondering. I didn't, I didn't understand what, what that had to do with bringing the narrator in to, 
Because he said he wanted to meet the narrator. I'm ju- we were just teasing and having a good time, Donna. Okay? <laughs> it's just... Okay. We're sorry. bottom of it. No. I just ask... Am I not allowed to ask questions? It's a free country. Well, am I going to get yelled at every time? Not yelled at, ridiculed. All right. Maybe. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fun. Ooh, sinister laugh. Yeah, intriguing. Thank you. You would make a good Spider-Man villain. We put on another Spider-Man movie yesterday. How many are there? There are a lot. There are three with Tobey Maguire, two with Andrew Garfield, Three with Tom Holland. Wow, that's a lot. That's eight. That's maybe six and a half too many. That's a lot. <laughs> well, that's but my lot. my son, and you never ask about my kids, but um, I have four kids, and my youngest son keeps saying, do you want to watch a movie? Aww. And he gets excited when the opening credits come on. I've conditioned okay, him to get sweet. excited that way. Aww. Anytime the Disney castle comes up or Universal Pictures or 20th Century Fox, I'm like, oh, guys. I've conditioned them. Cute. What do you want me to do? All right. Sorry. How are the kids? Now it feels like Aaron Rodgers. It feels fake and forced. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a little thirsty, so I'm sure he's putting on a little bit of a show. You know, I there is an element. One thing I didn't like about the show last night was too many of the players were addressing Hard Knocks, but Hard Knocks has kind of become such a thing that it used to be the fly in the wall thing but now you know a couple uh there was a time when a player pulled a microphone down and like talked right into the boom mic like are you guys seeing number eight out there another time when they're like tell it to hard knocks and i don't i like it better when it feels like they don't know we're there even though i know sure they know we're there but even when aaron Rodgers first comes out on the field he's like you guys need to do anything else my my mic's up am i good you need to check anything just even that awareness normally i like breaking the fourth wall but in a show like this peppy don't Okay. All right. And, and you don't want to see Pappy cranky. Okay. <laughs> do you want to start or do you want me to start? Why don't you start since we're talking about sporting, uh, sports games. I'm trying to find a segue that works for you. Well, we didn't find it right there. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's not sports. Um, well, it's sporty-like. Let me read to you from the Morning Brew newsletter. No, Donna, I don't get paid by them. Just sourcing where the information came from. Okay. Apparently, there is a Holocaust museum that is coming to the video game Fortnite. Hmm. Their parent company, Fortnite's parent company, Epic Games, just approved a virtual Holocaust museum for Fortnite. Um, the It's sort of interesting. They basically said that it will be separate from Fortnite's main game, like from their main play. Mm-hmm. But they say that it could be game-changing for Holocaust awareness. Fortnite, for numbers, which are staggering, has about 239 million active monthly users. I repeat, what? 239 million active monthly users. Okay, that's not that's like 23 lot. people going on a kajillion times. Individual people. Wow. 239 million. This according to Active Player. Um, and 80% of Americans have never visited a Holocaust museum, according to a 2018 study. So uh, Fortnite players who visit 
the voices of the Forgotten Museum, here's what they can do and what they cannot do. Okay. They can walk through exhibits resembling those found at in-person Holocaust museums, minus photos of people who have passed away, minus photos of concentration camps, which would violate the game's age rating. Mm. What people cannot do when they are on Fortnite in this Holocaust museum, all of this sounds fake. I feel like I'm playing a game of Mad Gabs right now. It's just like, is this really happening? They cannot use weapons in there. They cannot break anything in there. And they cannot dance in there because Fortnite dance celebrations, when you win the game or eliminate somebody, that's a very popular thing. Got it. Epic Games learned its lesson after players kept doing the floss and the robot at at a 2021 in-game event that was intended to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. So they're like, oh, we'll put this in here and it will be like a cultural element within this gaming universe. But then... One of one of your options in Fortnite is you can just start dancing wherever you want. And then so people are dancing there and they're like, okay, maybe this wasn't great. Once the virtual museum opens, there's no release date just yet. Uh, they say that it could be a potent tool to just inform people about the the, the history of that. And mm-hmm. sort of, I, I don't know if soft is the right way of saying it, but an unexpected place for people to maybe engage in that conversation in a little bit of a different way because it is somewhat gamified. Interesting concept. For Very sure. much so. Is this in? I don't know how many there are. Like, I know there's a big one in DC just did this interactive Holocaust museum where they were interviewing survivors and you can ask a question. So they're, I mean, it just, oh, they wow. went through long, long periods of sitting. And answering various questions. So you could walk up to it and there, I don't know. Let's say, just what say, was it like in the concentration? Camps? Yes. Or like, where did you grow up? And then there'd be an answer to the question. Hmm. It's it's just a very kind of AI-ish kind of thing. But it was filmed with the real actual people mm-hmm. who sat for all these hours and hours and hours of interviews. CBS Sunday Morning. <clears throat> if you want to check it out, it's I'm sure you could find it on demand somewhere. Okay. Really, really good. Well, um, I don't know how to play Fortnite, so I shan't be doing that. Oh, when does it come out? They haven't released yet when it's coming out. Interesting concept. We've for, sure. for Olivia Newton-John. I'll just tell you this. Her family is, she is showing up for them in the form of an orb. Say more words. Okay. Um, basically, Olivia Newton-John, who passed away a year ago yesterday... Um, her daughter, Chloe, says that two weeks after her mom died, her phone accidentally took a picture of her dog. And in that picture next to the dog's head was a blue orb. It was the same color as an aquamarine pendant that Olivia used to wear that I believe her husband gave her. And she gave it to Chloe before she died. And this is where things get freaky. That she and her mom talked years ago and they would watch all these paranormal shows and she would say, Mom, you got to show up for me. And she was like, I will show up as one of those orb things. And then her husband, John Easterling, also saw the orb two months ago. He went to Peru with her ashes to hold a private ceremony where they got married, took a picture. The orb appeared right between his eyes. Intriguing. Right? I wish I knew what to say after that.